0: Hello, and welcome to our special uh, edition of the Blizzard Watch podcast, coming from BlizzCon, except also my house, because I'm not actually at BlizzCon, but everybody else is, so yeah, we're doing this thing. I'm Matt Rossi. I'm your host. Uh, this is a special one, because everybody else seems to be sleep-deprived and insane, so I'm the voice of reason, so we're all doomed. <laughs> That's so we scary. <laughs> this week, I'm just going to blaze through the introductions, because we got a lot to talk about. With me this week, uh, as always, two amazing people, plus a third, also amazing people. So three, three amazing people for the price of two. You got an extra amazing person be grateful. First up, Liz. Hey, Liz, how you doing? Hello, hello. Uh, also with me, as is always the case, Anne Stickney. Anne, say hi. Hi. And then finally, he, he doesn't know the difference between Limb Biscuit and Linkin Park, Alex Zebart. They both have
1: two words that start with an L. Yes. <laughs> they're basically the
2: same it's like really close anyway
0: we're crawling in our skin to talk to you about all the stuff that we heard today at blizzcon because that's kind of amazing uh i'm being totally cut out um but i'm gonna keep going so uh let me ask you guys a question first we're just gonna rotate through everybody biggest thing the the thing that you're stuck with you the most the thing you like the most oh my god about today's announcements uh we'll start with liz
3: i was definitely really impressed by the legion cinematic because i was i'd been kind of on a downward trend on legion excitement but uh the cinematic kind of reminded me of a lot of the things i love about uh warcraft which was uh, I like the stories where the factions kind of, like, work together to fight this big, huge, impossible-to-fight threat, and this sort of faction infighting and hating each other has been driving me crazy. So I was really, really excited.
0: Alrighty, cool. Uh, Anne, same question?
2: Um, I've been kind of, like, overwhelmed by everything, but... um. The Legion cinematic was definitely one of those. For a second there, I thought that they were just going to like forego the whole waiting until the expansion and kill Varian Wrynn right oh in my front God. of us, like just boom, you know. But they didn't do it. That obviously they had me going though, and I was really panicked. And then the other thing, the Warcraft movie trailer. I'm sorry, I've been waiting so long, and it was worth it. <laughs> I'm like really excited about that.
0: Already.
1: Alex? The movie trailer is interesting to me. Um, that's not my thing, but I'm going to say this anyway. The movie trailer is interesting to me because from watching Twitter, there's exactly like, two groups of people, straight up. There's people who are like, this is Warcraft. It's gorgeous. And there's people who are going, this isn't Warcraft. Fantasy isn't supposed to look this boring. <laughs> and it's such a divide where some people are like, yes! And others are like, this is dumb. It's really interesting. But um, my favorite thing was actually the Hearthstone expansion.
2: The Hearthstone thing was Elise. I I yeah. Elise needs to be an NPC in game like now. She's like, full of snark. I love her. Not only is yes. Elise
1: starseeker, like she looks super cool and her character seems super cool, but they're doing stuff with this adventure that I didn't think they could do in Hearthstone. Like they're doing basically a tabletop RPG through their card game. It's awesome. Which
3: is it's yes. really neat. <laughs> it seems super amazing.
0: All right, well for me, I'm going to I'm going
3: to just stay right up
0: front um for me, the most amazing thing was the complete revamp of how leveling is going to work in World of yeah. Warcraft. Uh, I watch, I saw that, and, and we were in Slack talking back and forth about it. And I don't remember who said this, but someone, so I think it was Alex. I think someone's like, "It's it's bounties."
1: It is. Uh, it's it's bounties, bounties and greater rifts. In <laughs> from Diablo Three is now World of Warcraft gameplay.
0: <laughs> that's that's not the part though. That's cool, but that's end game. The part that gets me yeah. is that levels 100 to 110 are now basically an open world game. Yeah, where do you want to where do you want to go? Uh, I don't. I want to go to to High Mountain first. Okay, <laughs> you go sure. there. Go ahead. You, you can start any zone at level 100. It's you can
2: not play. any zone. There's like okay. So here's the deal. It's right? all
0: except Sewermark. Sumeram is
1: maximum. There are
2: there are six zones. There are six zones in the Broken Isles. There's the one you land on. I think. Yeah, the broken uh, no, it's not the one you land on. Okay, there's there's six zones. Four of those zones are leveling zones, and you can complete them in any order. They all lead to Suramar eventually. Um, and then there's one zone that they were talking about, but it wasn't really quite developed all the way yet. Yeah, so they-, they did mention that. Yeah, they showed, like, little pieces of it. So I'm not sure if that's going to be another endgame level zone like Suramar or if that's going to be added to the pile of these zones scale with your level, so go do whatever you want whenever.
1: I would guess it'd be max level, because I guess the whole thing is you have to do those four zones in any order to get the to Pillars get the pl- of Creation.
2: Pillars. Yeah,
1: and yeah, Suramar, Pillars so of
2: Creation, and then it leads you to Suramar. And then from there, it's like... So, stuff all over the place. So I, what you just, want. I imagine
1: they would use that other zone as another end game thing instead of going, "Oh, now you need five pillars."
0: <laughs> well what <laughs> no, gets me though? seriously, that's the, the fact that you can do that, the fact that you, and the fact that you can play with someone like the example they gave was like you could be like level 107 and so your friend can be level 103, and you can go to a zone together and you can both do stuff in it together, and the zone will scale high. to each of you. Yeah' that's, that's pretty amazing. Okay, uh, since you guys are there, um, you've gotten to play various demos. I'm assuming is anybody what, what, <laughs> what game?
2: <did> <laughs> Not today.
0: Today, nope. Yeah, all right. I that's right. Time. That's right. You've been busy. All Today's right, so been live blogs and panels. Yeah. Since you guys are doing. Before, you yeah. guys are all writing live blogs. I'm gonna just jump on in here. I've been getting a lot of people uh, tweeting at me about various lore things that they said at the Dark Moon Fair thing. Do you... Oh, can... I was at that. Yeah, can you give us any kind of like? anything from that because i want to know what they were talking about
2: um a lot of stuff i mean it was it wasn't they didn't have any mind-blowing declarations or anything they talked a little bit about class halls and they talked a little bit about artifacts and things like that class halls are they aren't going to be like the garrisons are where everything is just sort of there for you Dalaran's still going to be like the city where the bank is at and the auction house is at and all of that. The class hall is just where you go. And it's more like a social space where there's things to do that pertain to your class. Um, apparently they're going to have like visitors show up and they'll send you out to do quests and things like that, but they aren't, it's not like a daily quest or anything. It's, they're just they they show up and then sometimes they'll go away but maybe they'll come back again you don't know um, and that was all kind of covered in the legion overview panel as well yeah
1: like the Hearthstone and Heroes of the Storm dailies for people who play that is you can accrue up to three of those dailies at a time and you stop getting new ones once you have three in your quest log but if you knock them all out then you start getting them again
2: right and then um, the other thing uh, people were asking questions about various things um, I got to ask them about Alaria and Tyralion because obviously, you know, Afrasiabi, he kind of dropped that bomb at uh, Gamescom, but he didn't he didn't I haven't heard any follow up on that since then. He said, "Oh, it's time for them." And that's that's all we heard. So I asked him about it. Now, it was uh, Dave Kosak and uh, Craig Amai and then uh, Chad Celeste Talon. All three of them were up on the stage there and I asked them, I said, so is our Alaria, or is Alaria and Turalian, are they actually coming, or have they decided to go hang out in the dance studio? What's going (laughs) on here, right? Um, And interesting tidbit apparently, Alaria's bow is one of those things, it's part of the Marksman's Hunter artifact quest. so that's actually, her story is going to be kind of heavily featured in that particular class and um, spec, which is kind of interesting. And apparently that all kind of ties together. And then all Cossack would say was that um, as far as the rest of it, it's on a file or in a file somewhere in Alex Afrasiabi's desk, and nobody's allowed to look at it or something. I don't know. He wouldn't He wouldn't give a straight answer on that one. Um, somebody also asked about Prophet Velen, whether or not Velen would be featuring heavily, and Velen's actually going to be in the priest class hall. He's going to be one of the champions there, and there is going to be story with him. Um, mm-hmm. Somebody was asking about Jaina Proudmore and... The consensus was that they like Jaina. Jaina has kind of a role in this expansion, but it's not her expansion yet. So she doesn't really have a heavy role at this point in time.
0: They mentioned that she's at the, the Broken Front, didn't they? I thought right. she a that they mentioned that.
2: I, I believe she's there, but they haven't like flat out said anything about it. However... They mentioned um, she's at the
1: battle, which is more than they said before. When they're just like, she's not here and she's angry. It's like
0: well that could mean anything.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. But but no uh, they've given us something. Okay. Yeah. Anything anything else from that you want you think we should know?
2: Um there's a bunch of other stuff but I honestly I need to go through the recording that I took. And pick out all of the good questions and answers. There were quite a few good questions and answers, and a lot of familiar faces were there. Um, it wasn't just those three. Uh, Russell Brower was there sitting on the side, and there was a bunch of, like, the composers and the musicians, they were sitting around. Um, there was a bunch of the other Quest team, design team, sitting around. Helen Chang was there. Um oh my gosh, I'm blanking on so many names because there were so many names there. They were just sort of sitting around this little stage. Um, And I think the engineering panel is tomorrow, and if it's being run the same way, it's really kind of nice because it's like this intimate little setting where you're just sort of like huddled around these devs, and they're sitting in and among the audience too. Hmm. Well, so it was it was kind of fun. Um,
1: I sent Maticus to the Overwatch one today, and he said there was only maybe ten people there total.
2: Weird.
1: So people don't seem to know about what's going on at the Dark Moon Fair, which they, is probably reasonable because that schedule didn't come out until two days ago.
3: Yeah, and did they even publicize the schedule? Not like, really. The engineering panel I only found out about it because I saw someone talking about it on Twitter. Yeah, and even more specifically than that, someone tweeted. At me directly, asking if we were going to cover it because it wasn't going to be live streamed. I didn't realize it was a thing before someone approached me asking about it. None
2: of this stuff is going to be on the virtual ticket. None of this stuff was streamed. It was just kind of a quiet thing that happened in the Dark Moon Fair area. Um, anyway, uh, oh yeah, Jeremy Fiesel, He was one of the people that was there. Thank you, Leo. Um, but yeah, it, it's just you know, it was like a really quiet little Q and A. Where some questions were answered. No, they did not mention flying. Somebody asked in the chat channel if they mentioned flying. Nobody mentioned. Nobody. Uh, nobody talked about flying at all.
0: Okay, uh, I feel like I should throw out right now since it was probably one of the bigger announcements. The beta is Blizzard soon, kind of. They said weeks, I believe.
1: They <laughs> said within like weeks after BlizzCon, as soon as they're done being. Passed out from the convention. They're
2: tired from the convention. They're going to start rolling out the stuff for gonna, the beta. Yeah,
1: they're going to start getting the beta servers like up and running. So uh, we'll see if that actually works out that way, because this is yeah. Blizzard.
0: I just, I'm, I gotta say, I was really shocked that they had the cinematic already.
2: Oh yeah, I wasn't usually, expecting that at all. At usually all.
0: the cinematic is like something they reveal like a month or two before the expansion comes out. Yeah. Now we know, we know they're nowhere near there. We know that they're not like they're not going to surprise Legion us, you know, for Christmas. If they could, they would, I'm sure, you know. But they're well, not. One going- of the
2: interesting things that they had talked about during during the Legion overview panel, even he was talking about how the cinematic they decided to make this make a cinematic, an opening cinematic that ties directly into the story, directly into it. So. And this is the first time that they've actually done that, where it just tied directly into the story that was going on. So I'm wondering if we play through that opening experience, whatever it is, the whole 40-man scenario thing, and then that at the end of that ties into the opening cinematic for Legion, and then you jump into Legion. Because that would be really cool. The pacing on
1: that was really good. You know what's actually really interesting to me? is the tone I got from that cinematic is completely different from how they explained Legion when they first announced it. Mm -hmm. They specifically said, like, in Legion, the Horde and the Alliance are back at each other's throats, and that's why these class orders are forming to, like get away from that conflict and do their own thing. And this showed Varian and Sylvanas working of together? Of all people. Of all people, Sylvanas. Like, is there something else going on there, or did they just change their mind about this faction war happening again?
2: This is why it kind of makes me wonder what exactly is going to happen in that opening event for Legion that we don't
0: know yeah. about. Yeah, See, I mean, it's very possible that what they meant, So what I thought they meant at the time wasn't that the Horde and Alliance were going to be at each other's throats so much as they were going to be completely incapable of stepping up.
3: Well, so, yeah. who
0: knows? I don't know what's going to ha- Like, for based on just that cinematic, uh, the the Azerothian forces don't do very well. I mean, you know, it's, they're, not, they're not covering yeah. themselves in glory there, man.
3: It is. I mean, we are kind of facing down the combined might of the Burning Legion, like, focusing their attention on us. So, I'm not surprised that we aren't doing very well. You kind no. of. You know, we've we've killed so much stuff at this point. It's like we've become awesome and powerful, and we're level one hundred now, and that's really cool, right? Yeah. So, like, the threats have to keep getting bigger and bigger.
0: I'm gonna say too, I, and someone pointed this out on Twitter again. I don't remember who it was, uh, but uh, Sylvanas. This is not only is this Sylvanas' first, tr- you know, cinematic. It's the first cinematic, I think, with a woman in any kind of prominent role, isn't it?
2: I'm thinking about it
0: for Warcraft.
1: Yeah. Well,
2: Burning Crusade had like had like you know there was the blood, the blood Elf. Elf. that was like the big boom. of the was Burning the, Crusade, the, the montage one, like, montage for vanilla
1: and BC.
0: Yeah, yeah, but since, since Wrath, we've since Wrath, we've had Arthas getting his own cinematic. Obviously, Deathwing we, and Deathwing
2: and the environment, and then and we said, had Missa Pandaria where we had Burly McBeefcake and. Orky McOrk pants, yes. And Orky McOrk pants <laughs> busting each other's faces in the Jade forest.
0: Yeah, and then we we had the the Warlords one, which, we you know, was ork, 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 ork. Yes.
2: Uh,
0: so, yeah, I, I was interested in that. I was also interested to see, like, not just, you know, because it's, like, one of the prominent female characters, but just because it's, it's Sylvanas.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. she's kind it's of like, iconic. Well,
0: plus, I mean, you send Sylvanas on this mission, I, I don't know, it's my my wife said to me, she's like, you know, I don't know if the alliance military really understands the concept of chain of command. It's like if we had a like a big invasion tomorrow, Obama is not going to jump on the first
3: aircraft carrier. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, yeah, that's again, that's this is Varian. This is
1: Varian yeah. the Warrior King.
3: Yeah, yeah. he wants to it.
0: No, I'm fine with it. I I th- I think it's actually, you know, evocative of the setting. And it it's a nice connection to like the past because that keeps happening with Warcraft, especially human kings keep ending up getting involved in the fighting.
2: I had I I, I seriously, I had this nice moment um and I oh. Okay, so we're watching the cinematic, right? We're watching that cinematic and it starts out and Varian's talking and he's obviously addressing Anduin. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, wow, this is a great throwback to the Wrath of the Lich King trailer kind of because it's that whole Arthas my son element where he's talking to the next generation or whatever only instead of being really melancholy because, you know, you know what happens to Taranis. It's like Varian addressing his son and talking about his son. And then the more he starts talking and the more things start playing out, I'm just sitting there terrified that they are that they are seriously, they are going to show us the death of their, they're just going to bury it like right there in front of us.
1: I mean, for the record, he probably can't swim in that much armor. No, no. But. Who
2: could? We'll allow it. <laughs> Who could? So there, was, so there was that one moment where determined. I was just like, there was just that one moment where I was like, and then, and then he like bust up out of the water. I'm like, okay, that. That was a really good cinematic. That was, a, yeah. And what I really liked was it was a Varian that we've never really seen before. Like the design of Varian in that trailer was, it was half Varian chin and <laughs> half slab beefcake from the Mists of Pandaria trailer, like kind of mashed together. So you it was know, a he realism, like... but it wasn't ultra realism. You know, he,
0: he looked like Lincoln to me.
2: He looked good. He looked <laughs> like, good. He
1: really did. It took but, me a minute, like a moment, to recognize him. First, like when I saw the handwriting, I was like, "Oh, I think this is Cadgar." And then I listened a little more, and it's zoom, you know, panned up. I was like, "Wait, that's
2: no, the not at as 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 I as I saw saw all." The scar, yeah. you know.
0: But uh, I, I don't want to like. We, we could we gotta move on from the tr- cinematic. There's so much yes, else happened. Sorry. They revealed they revealed artifacts, um, pretty much for every class. So now, if you want to go look at your class artifact, they're they're up on the. Official site. We have a post on on Blizzard Watch covering it as well. And can um, we talk
2: Overwatch?
0: Yeah, I think we should. Really, I just wanted to throw that the artifacts out there so people know that they're there. Yeah. Um, we're probably going to end up. The, the, they're going to have systems panels tomorrow, so we'll probably talk more about WoW at that time. We're going to get yes. to hear more about it. Uh, so Overwatch, three new heroes. Um, May, who is my favorite? She's like a
2: climatologist and she has like an ice gun. That's great. Yeah, she's it's
0: great. Amazing. She's great for a lot of reasons. Not only the fact that she does not look anything like. Well, I was talking to Adam about this before the show. He's like, I'm like, he's like, I'm really glad to see they have different body types. And i was like, yeah, they got Widowmaker if you want the classic, you know, Slinky type. But they have, you know, f- they have so many other types of bodies in this game. She's it's really, small
3: means- and fuzzy. I like her, and she has glasses. And she has glasses. <laughs>
0: And she basically she's like an upbeat Mister Freeze. All of her <laughs> time. Yeah,
2: she's a very cheerful Mister Freeze.
0: So that's cool. Um, there's Hanzo's brother. I want to say Genji. Genji, yeah. Yep. Genji, who if you've been like going, who is that green ninja dude? This whole
3: time, green robot ninja, robot ninja. <laughs> yeah. He's not just
1: a ninja. Genji made me wonder because with Hanzo's stuff, okay. Yeah. Wasn't the whole thing with Hanzo, when we were first introduced to him, that he was, like, exiled from his clan because he was honorable or whatever? Apparently not anymore because he's all up on's being in their criminal cartel and trying to kill his brother. And so his brother can be taken in by the good guys to dismantle his brother's crime syndicate. So is Hanzo, the good guy or the bad guy.
2: We don't know. All these characters are crazy, but they're doing an overwatch panel tomorrow. That's going to be delving into like the story of overwatch. And I'm kind of hoping that they kind of expand more on this and on the universe and the lore behind it. Cause there's a lot there. There's a lot there
0: other question, though, is I can't remember who the third Overwatch figure they
1: Diva.
2: introduced was. Diva. Diva, thank
0: you. She's the
1: professional
2: the StarCraft back.
0: player? <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah, she's the StarCraft player, and her backstory is Pacific Rim.
0: Yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> You're like Pacific Rim, right? That. Yeah, so we got upbeat Mr. Freeze, cyborg ro- robot green Angry, ninja guy. And green
2: robot ninja.
0: <laughs> and, and Pacific Rim. I, what I did like, too, is I'll, I'll give him credit when Kaplan was on stage, and he's like, a lot of you were calling him Green Robot Ninja. We thought about going with that name. I'll, I'll give him credit for, like, actually having a sense of humor about, like, for instance, the fall 10th jokes. Come on, guys, that's spray 10th. Yeah. yeah. Yes.
1: I mean, I've been calling him Gray Fox, because I'm the Metal Gear Solid guy. Like that, <laughs> that is Gray, Gray Fox. Fox. <laughs> he needs to yell, hurt me more. <laughs> We've got the full experience.
0: <laughs> But yeah, it's so they they did that. I, that was pretty cool. I wasn't. I was actually really surprised to find out you're going to get all of the heroes.
2: Like, yeah, all, all twenty-one, all twenty-one.
0: There's no. not no, not going to be any of that unlocking them or getting new ones. I mean, I guess yeah. they woke down the road. But what surprised
1: me more is Kaplan seemed pretty set that they might not add any new heroes.
3: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I if thought- it really sounded like.
1: Yeah, like I thought they were doing the Heroes of the Storm thing where they would just keep adding more, but Kaplan Ever. seemed like, no, you know, 21 kind of feels like the limit. I don't know if we'll add any more. Maybe if it seems like there's room after launch, but we're pretty much done.
2: So here's my question, because this game, um, I when I was playing, the last time I was playing the live stream, my brother kind of poked his head in because he plays Team Fortress 2, and he was really interested in seeing what this game was, and he was like, wow, this seems to be like... Superhero Team Fortress 2, that seemed to yeah. be like the impression that he got from it. Um, mm-hmm. Does Team Fortress 2, they keep adding heroes? No. No, but okay.
1: What they do is they added items, so the items kind of change how characters play. Like, there's the demo man who is Junkrat. He's got the grenade launcher right. and all that stuff, but... There's items you can get where you can equip him with a sword and shield, and suddenly he's a melee character with a charge.
2: Okay, do you think this is the kind of thing that they're going to go for with Overwatch? I think right now what they're focusing on is they just said spring release. So I think what they're doing right now is they're like, okay, we've got 21 heroes. That's a good, solid number. Now let's focus on getting this polished hat ready to go for the spring launch and once that launch is done then we can reassess the situation and think about other stuff i think that, things, that's the I, question say, that I was getting
0: for this kind of game 21 heroes is a lot
2: it, it is a lot and, and the fact that you can swap back and forth yeah. in the middle of the game too i actually and, and since they want
3: you to swap they don't want you to stick with just one hero
2: no you can you're, you're like encouraged to do that
1: <laughs> Honestly, so you, I felt a little tension in that Q&A portion Because Kaplan was like, 21's the limit I really don't think there's room for more And the other guy sitting on the opposite end was like Yeah, I would love to av- add more It's so like, okay <laughs> Jeff Kaplan, game director, doesn't want to But this guy's like, yes, let's do it
3: Let's <laughs> just do all of this stuff Let's make all of the things
2: Yeah,
0: I was also, I was really surprised to find out And I guess this was already announced So I'm just late to the party That tradester's going to be in Heroes of the Storm
2: Yeah, she's she's part of the. Well, the Overwatch Origins pack is it's all twenty-one heroes, and then you get some alternate skins for like I think there's five alternate skins, and then you get a bunch of digital goods for other Blizzard games. um, And Tracer as a hero, as as in Heroes of the Storm, is one of those things. And then um, Baby Winston, there's a Baby Mm -hmm. Winston pet that you can get for World of Warcraft, which I'm just like. I'm dying over well, it. Well, no, 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 stop, stop, please stop.
0: I can get okay. a robot gorilla pet for World of Warcraft?
2: A baby Winston.
0: So yes. I can get a baby robot gorilla if I spend 40 bucks.
2: Well, no, it's he's not a robot go, gorilla. I, I, he's a no. baby gorilla in a spacesuit with <laughs> <I, I> glasses. <laughs> well,
0: no, I gotta go now? You can keep okay. on <laughs> I, I I will talk to you later. <laughs> Alex, you were saying something? Just go. I, I will yeah, go.
1: Tracer, Tracer and Heroes of the Storm was surprised, because when Overwatch was announced, the people were like, hey, are these characters going to end up in Heroes of the Storm? they
3: said yes. They said
1: yes, but not until um, well after Overlaunch has launched and has I had time to breathe.
3: I don't think they were that specific about it at said, the time. They said yes, but not, not as immediately. I it, as I recall it, they said yes, but not now. They
1: said yes, but after, sometime after launch. Like, they <laughs> want Overwatch launch and then they will do it not, we're going to have Tracer ready for launch. See,
3: you and I are remembering that news differently, but yeah.
1: Okay. Fair enough. Uh, but,
2: yeah.
3: All right. Should we,
0: talk, should we talk about Heroes? I mean, the arena was announced today. That, the arena that, yeah. and
2: Heroes is going to be pretty sweet. And game
0: dreaming.
2: Can, can we talk yes, about Cho'Gall? Oh, Chogol. Chogol.
0: Okay, all right, all right, all right. I'm Chogol going to do that moderator so thing. Ridiculous. Liz, Liz, you start. Huh. You're talking about Cho'Gall. Go.
3: Chogal is so ridiculous that they he has already been an April Fools joke by blizzard before Heroes of the Storm was even a game this idea of having an ogre with two players playing one ogre and it's like i i mean they, i was watching them while they were explaining how gameplay would work and like one half is going to kind of control the movement and the other half is you know kind of the magic user and the ranged assassin <laughs> half and the You know, the part that controls the movement is like a melee sort of bruiser kind of character. So you're basically playing a tank.
0: You're playing a tank and one of you plays the turret.
3: Yeah, basically. And it sounds super awkward, but fun. It looked interesting, but it also sounded awkward. I
1: will be so sad. The first time I'm playing the caster and the dude playing the tank portion disconnect and the AI is controlling my movement. <laughs> worse. That will truly fill me with rage for that dumb head.
2: <laughs> what I, love I gotta say about, though, yeah, oh no, yeah, what, no. I, what I love about it though is this is like Heroes of the Storm's version of the ZG plague. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, you have to spread Gol. You have to like spread him around. He's like the Gol virus. You have to spread him around. It's fantastic.
0: I just, I you, Alex mentioned Gen, so we should talk about Gen because Gen's really that's something I was actually really su- surprised to see. I was surprised to see a Worgen hero at all. Plus, I like how they implemented him in that love... he
2: the gun and he shifts out of Worgen form to use it. Right. I, I loved with him, um, when they started showing it, they had like the howl and the moon thing. And then they had the worgen jump up. And as soon as they had the worgen jump up, I went, oh my god, Greymane. And the person sitting next to me was like, what? Who? And then it <laughs> flashed up Gang Greymane. And they're, how did you know that? Uh, well, know he's things. a worgen and he's a hero. Yeah. And it, it would only be... I mean, you know,
1: I've noticed that so much at this BlizzCon. Very few people here know anything about World of Warcraft. Yeah. I feel like the World of Warcraft audience here is way smaller than ever. Yeah. People who know World of Warcraft heroes know it through Heroes of the Storm. Yeah, All of the World of Warcraft cosplay was wearing the Heroes of the Storm designs, not of the World of Warcraft were, yeah. designs.
2: No, I didn't punch that person, hello person in the chat channel. I just no. was <laughs> like, I was like, it's a worgen and he's a hero, so it has to begin. And I'm so glad. I loved the whole pistol combo yeah. thing. That was Fantastic.
0: And um, they also have a dryad hero.
2: The dryad. Is, she DS. looks great. She, she looks yeah. great. She bounces all over the place. I'm guessing she's going to be very, very irritating. <laughs> It'll be great.
0: You know what's interesting about heroes? One thing I, I hadn't really thought about until we started talking about this. People have been agitating for various playable races in WoW forever. Yes. And in heroes, you get them immediately. Like if yeah. you've to play, if you been wanting to play an ogre for like 12 years, well, here you go. Here's Cho'Go, Here's player. Here's
2: a dryad.
1: Yeah. And there's something, weird about, thing. there's something about the Dryad that I thought you would be really interested in. Did you notice what her title was? No. First Daughter of Cenarius?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw that.
1: That seems like something you would enjoy and, like, geek out about. She's not it just a Dryad. Like, well,
2: I mean, all of the Dryads are sort of, like, Daughters of Cenarius, Sons of Cenarius, that yeah. kind of thing. But the whole First Daughter of Cenarius, that kind of signifies that there's some sort of importance there. Yeah, now, it, puts her on, course, it puts her on the Zatar level. Right, but we're talking about we're also talking about heroes of the storm. So we're talking about wacky weird universe where right. things aren't quite what they should be. But I'm going to be interested in seeing what her flavor stuff is because I mean all of them when they when they have the flavor text with them, it's just interesting seeing what the what the multiverse version of that person is and how they relate. So yeah, I'm kind of interested in seeing more on her.
3: One interesting thing is that kind of the main, at least their primary skin for all of these, seem to be kind of like canonical universe versions of these people. Yeah. Yeah. And so does that mean that her primary skin as we're seeing it is the canonical version of some kind from World of Warcraft?
2: What's funny funny, she's not actually
3: in WoW, I don't think. Well, well yeah, what I'm wondering is, it's...
2: are they going to put her there? Are we going to see her in Legion? Because we're going to, we're basically going to Druid Valhalla. <laughs> you
0: know, <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything, but yeah. they, they did do the, uh, the raid panel today, and they did drop a spoiler. So, for people yeah. who want to see that, you can watch it on the video. I'm not going to talk about it. Yeah. But there is there's some interesting news as, as far as the first raid of the expansion and what's going on there. So, and they, they didn't okay. We're gonna wrap up because uh, poor Adam, I feel bad for Adam at this point. He's had to, to try and wrangle us, but He's one had thing, a very long day, too. So, my
1: parting note is Elise Starseeker from the Hearthstone Adventure is the best character, and she needs to be in World of Warcraft that in looking exactly like she does in Hearthstone because holy crap, that's amazing.
2: <laughs> she reminded me the character design on her reminded me of um, if you've ever seen. Uh, Treasure Planet. Yeah, the whole thing the female felt captain, Treasure Planet. the female captain from Treasure Planet, the cat lady. Okay, so that was a Night Elf version of of that lady, and I love her to pieces.
0: <laughs> Liz, you got anything? Kind of a goodbye. I did, but it's gone. Okay, it's my last ahead. my last thing is gonna be we got um we got Moonkin and Seal forms. Today yes. as well, <laughs> yes. see those and and my my fear was that sea lion form wasn't going to look as crazy as it does currently, but they managed to make it look better while keeping the I have a mouthful of the biggest pointiest teeth you're ever going to see in your life.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: they did, <laughs> so that's cool. I'm, I'm happy about that. Thank you everybody for listening to this impromptu podcast where we had technical difficulties and all other stuff because it's BlizzCon and it's crazy. Uh, we will
2: be uh, back tomorrow night with a wrap up. We're not sure when. It'll yeah, happen.
0: But, yeah, there's <laughs> going to be something. Uh, I wanted to like ha- really briefly mention Patreon, but since Anne is the only one who has that script memorized... Oh, no,
2: no, 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 no. I'm prepared. All right, she's ready. I'm prepared. Blizzard Watch is made possible due to the generous contributions at patreon.com slash blizzard watch and your continued support means that this podcast site and community is able to thrive and grow blizzard watch supporters enjoy exclusive benefits like early access to the podcast a better chance at having your question answered on our podcast or the queue and an ads free site experience obviously we aren't answering any questions today per se this is kind of like our blizzcon recap show but please feel free to email us
0: Yes, email us at podcast at blizzardwatch.com. And uh, any questions you send us, we're more than happy to talk about. Uh, You know, for everybody, thank you very much for listening. I'm Matt Rossi, and this has been the podcast. Thank you.